0: world where nfts and cryptos are on the rise one nba top shot podcast must step up to the challenge ladies and gentlemen your savior has arrived welcome to the crypto ballers podcast money 1834 will show you the way what's good crypto ballers money 1834 here checking in with you on friday july 9th and it is a wonderful day because we get a pack drop that's right playoff pack volume three drops today we're going to go ahead and we're going to take an early look at what the challenge rewards are going to be We're going to look at the new mint count size and I'm going to take a look at, well, the new mint count moments and see if we should really be that excited for them. Okay. We're also going to talk about if we're feeling a little playoff challenge fatigued at this point, we're going to get into all that and more. We got game two pick them winner. We're going to announce we have the DFS crypto contest results. We got to test out the new stress test queue system. So we have an idea going forward of how this new queue system, could work. I'm going to give you my first thoughts and impressions from participating in the tiered cue system from Thursday with the stress tests. We got a ton of st- a ton of good stuff to get right into. Let's jump right in on a Friday. Cue the music. Let's get right into it. Just hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh man. Okay. All right. Um. Ladies and gentlemen, you have just entered into the realm of the Crypto Ballers, where we cover everything Top Shot related from pack drop information, challenge updates, marketplace trends, any Top Shot coverage or content you crave, we got you covered over here at Crypto Ballers. And yes, we do have a Twitter. It is critical. It's crucial. It's vital to your Top Shot health, okay? I'm here for your well-being. I want to make sure that we can get through this together. You need to go follow the Twitter at Crypto TS, all one word, no underscores, no periods, no nonsense. You got to go follow it. And it is hashtag scientifically proven at this point to increase the, the likelihood of you getting some good cereals out of your packs and or challenge rewards. All right. And I'm here to provide more evidence of such an occurrence actually taking place. My guy, Voco, yet again, this gentleman pulled two single-digit challenge awards just a week ago, and he's back again. He completed the John uh, the John Collins Murder Dunk Challenge, and he got serial number 13. Not quite a single digit, but 13 is a fucking great serial number. So if you want to get serials like this... All you gotta do is follow CryptoBall STS. It is hashtag scientifically proven, and we're gonna keep on rolling with it because it keeps on working. All right, so before we dive into today's topics, I have a couple shout-outs I gotta give to some awesome community members out there. First one goes to 20 underscore piece as he won the game two pick'em contest. We had a little over 320 entries for game two, and the split was much closer this time. The Phoenix Suns were picked by 64% of the users. The Bucks had the other 36%. Um, So, yeah, out of that 64%, 20 underscore piece was one of the users who came up in the random generator, so he takes it down. He won himself a Kemba Walker playoff moment, which is awesome. And it's such a simple concept, right? It's so easy to participate. I'm actually surprised that we haven't gotten, you know, to the 400 entry mark yet for such an easy contest to enter all you got to do is you got to follow myself at Crypto Ballers TS you got to follow my guy Duckets d-u-c-k-k-e-t-z okay you follow both of us and all you got to do is click on the google doc link that's provided in the post and from there you just fill out your top shot name your twitter name and you pick either the suns or the bucks to win the game of whatever sleigh we're in. So the next one is going to be Sunday, July 11th, which is going to be game three. It starts at 8 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you guys are getting your notifications turned on. So when we drop that link, you can go ahead and you can submit your winner for game three. Do we think the Bucks are going to win game one in Milwaukee? I mean, I can't enter this contest because I'm one of the people hosting it. But I'd probably put my money on the Bucks. I don't see them losing three games in a row, especially the first game in Milwaukee when they're down 0-2. So I'm curious to see what the Bucks' votes are going to look like. I think it'll be closer to a 50-50. I don't think the Suns are going to be in the 60 percentile anymore. It's going to be interesting for sure. So come on, let's get us over the 400 entry mark for Sunday, July 11th. That would be fantastic. So again shout out to 20 underscore piece you will be getting your kemba walker playoff moment now we're moving over to the dfs crypto contest where we have winner mike underscore anthony this guy does it again. He's no stranger to taking down the DFS crypto contest. He's done it several times this year. So big shouts to Mike underscore Anthony. He won himself a Giannis Antiquambo. I know I'm murdering that last name, but you're just going to have to deal with it. He won a Giannis 11.5K limited edition playoff moment. So congratulations, Mike Anthony. And save some for the rest of us, would you? I know I, know I could really use some of that sauce because my team fucking sucked yet again. Uh, I believe I came third from the bottom. All right, I think I was in like twentieth place out of like twenty-three or twenty-four entries. So, not great for you, boy. I, I'm just having the hardest time figuring out the the captain mode. I keep on picking the wrong guy. I thought, you know, Chris Middleton. He had a great game one. I thought that he'd have a really good shooting performance in game two as well. I picked him as my captain, so I had to pay a little extra to get Middleton in my captain slot, and he went out there and he fucking sucked. It was unbelievably discouraging. And as soon as I saw his stat line at halftime, I already knew I was out. So so, I didn't have to pay attention to my lineup anymore. I knew I was already dead in the water, which is pretty unfortunate. But game three on Sunday will be a different story. I am coming for that top spot. So if you want to come and play with us, make sure you reach out via dm it's very simple i'll send you all the contest details and what you need to do to play and you can play some awesome dfs contests and win some top shot rewards at the same time so it's a lot of fun i look forward and i hope to see some new faces in there on sunday all right so the first thing i want to talk you guys about today is we finally got a little taste or a preview, if you will, of the multi-queue system, okay? So on Thursday, Top Shot ran a stress test. We had, like, no notice at all. It was, like, a, I think it was 10 minutes notice. Over the time I saw it, there was only, like, 10 minutes remaining. And what they did was they had it strictly to test the, the multi-queue system and how it was going to work. And spoiler alert, I actually really liked it. Now, of course, I went 0 for 3 on the packs, so that, that should tell you something, right? If I'm this optimistic about this and I didn't even get a pack from the Q system, that should that should show you that I really like the idea and how it seems to function. So what, what they did was they were doing a stress test of 3,000, that's right, only 3,000 of these base set packs. So they took the 3,000 total base set packs and they broke them up into 1000 pack drops. Okay, not not 1000 pack drops, that's fucking nuts. But it was it was 1k packs per drop. So they split it up into three different queues essentially. And the first in, in each queue had its own collector score threshold, which is really interesting. So Q1 had like a 500 collector score bar you needed to meet. So not everyone qualified for that one. And then once those uh, 1000 packs were gone, Started q2 and then q2 was its own queue So if you didn't get in the top 1k in q1 you could just leave because you're not going to get it It's not like a continuous queue you guys know how a while back they tested out something where uh, I Don't remember at this point what the pack was. I feel like it was so long ago But it was was like a rare pack drop and if you got in the top like I don't know 6,000 or 10,000 or so however many packs it was you'd get that pack but then if you stayed in the queue it would switch over and it will get to a point when once all the rare packs are gone it would switch over to commons but you'd stay in one queue you'd never leave it it's just it would just transition once the rare packs were all distributed you just keep your spot in line this is not like that right well at least how they did it for the stress test so once so if you get in the line for q1 and so you got like number 1300 and there's only 1000 packs, you know, you're already out. So you can just leave the line. You can just back out. You can get off the website entirely. And then when Q two starts, you get back in there, you get in the queue, and then you get another randomly assigned spot in line. So it's essentially like they crammed three full pack drops. Back to back, and they were separated, which is really cool. So drop one had a collector score threshold of five hundred, I believe, and then Q two started about. I took about an hour, so it was an hour later. Q two started, and the collector score dropped a bit. I believe it was either two or three hundred. I don't remember what it was exactly. So we'll go with three hundred for now. So it went from like a five hundred collector score for Q one, then Q two, same pack, uh, collector score threshold of about three hundred. And then Q3 started about an hour after that, and the collector score requirement was only 100. And just from this stress test, it was interesting because the amount of people that were in Q1 with the 500 collector score uh, requirement, the number of users in that queue was far less than what it was by the time we got to Q3 when it only had a 100 collector score threshold. And quite frankly, that was a good feeling because it actually felt like what Top Shot said they were planning on doing or what they wanted to see from this multi-queue system. It seems like what they wanted to do actually worked. And I really agreed with it because it felt like having the higher collector score and being able to get into Q1, it felt more inclusive. And I felt like I had a better chance of getting the pack over there because there was a lot less users in that grouping. Now, granted, there was only 1,000 packs available because it was a stress test, so it was still dumb hard to actually get a pack in Q1 because there was only 1,000 packs to go around. And there's a ton of accounts that have over uh, a collector score of over 500. Uh, 500 collector score isn't anything, really. That's not much at all. Now, I I already know what you're thinking. There there could be another reason why there wasn't as many people in Q1 as there was Q2 and then Q3, and it's because it was a stress test. So I totally get it that you know Q1 was dropped on everyone out of nowhere, so there might not have been a lot of people that were aware that this was even happening, and then by the time Q1 happened, the word was already out, and then more people showed up for Q2 and then just about everybody showed up for Q3, so I totally get that, and it makes total sense that that could have been what happened and why the numbers were what they were in Q1, two, and three. But still, the fact that I'm this optimistic over it, when I know in the back of my mind that there's there's a logical explanation of why, should prove that I'm actually really bullish and optimistic on this. Now, I they're not going to do this for the playoff pack today because the collective score is so low that they're not going to implement a Q system because then why the hell would you? The collector score is so goddamn low. But next week, if this rare pack and there were four comes out, there definitely could be a Q system set up for that. So I think that the stress test on Thursday will be implemented for the rare pack that's coming. Now again, this is all speculation, so don't quote me on it. But I have a really strong feeling that you will see this this Q system implemented for that rare pack. All right. Now I was so happy with how the Q system ended up panning out that I wasn't even mad about going over three on the base sets. Now. You know fast forward a week if it's the rare pack and they have this multi-queue system and i strike out two or three times or however many Qs there are over there i'll be wrong I'll, then maybe I'll, I'll change my tune a bit and i'll say that this is the fucking dumbest thing in the world but right now over three in the new queue system i'm still in all right so moving along we have yet another brand new badge That is getting introduced to NBA Top Shot. And I shouldn't even say getting introduced because that's the wrong word. It's already here. You can actually go into the marketplace and find moments that already have this badge. And it is a NBA championship badge. And it is dope as fuck. I actually really like it. Now, I'm not a big fan of the rookie badges. I do like the Top Shot debut badge. um, But the NBA championship badge is my favorite badge thus far. It's really nice looking. All right, if you want to go see it for yourself, it's on some run it back moments. Uh, The Tim Duncan run it back from series one has the badge on it already. So you can go ahead and look that up and you can see it for yourself. Now, the description of this badge and how it gets applied to the moments are as follows. This says, as long as the moment is from the players championship season, It'll have the badge. So in theory, that means that all the Suns moments that came out in S two and and or the Bucks moments that came on S two, all of those moments, well, either the Suns or the Bucks, will get the NBA championship badge, which is pretty fucking cool. So that little badge is going to look very nice next to your Devin Booker's, your Chris Paul's, or your Giannis's and your Middleton's. Badges have been an interesting topic. Now, when the rookie badges first came in, we actually saw a big spike in price of uh, the rookies that had the badges added. They they jumped up like a nice little percentage. And then after about like an hour, they came all the way back down to earth. And then they ended up selling for less than what they were before the badges even got added. So badges are really unique. So if you if you're wondering if I think that this NBA championship badge is going to increase the value, I think at first it could um because it's new and flashy but i don't think it's going to have very much long-term value because what we've seen so far from badges is that people don't really people don't really care that much about the badges unless it seems like the top shot debut badge is the badge that has the most value so i'm curious to see if the nba championship badge adds more than what the rookie badges do. I think it could, but the fact that every single moment that was minted of the player's championship season will get a badge, that's a lot of fucking badges. So they're really not going to be all that rare. Like yeah, only one team per, you know, series it will get those badges applied, but like there's going to be like I don't know, like 7 six or seven bookers that are all going to have the badge. Same thing with Aiton and Chris Paul or Giannis and Middleton, Drew Holiday. So there's going to be a ton of those moments that have the badges applied. So I wish that there was a way you could make it a little more rare, like maybe add the NBA championship badge to like a challenge reward already that we have the challenge reward star plus an NBA championship badge. I think that'd be pretty straight and inc- or give a boost to challenge rewards to help make them a little more desirable. I think that could be a good idea or you can even make it so the NBA championship badge just applies to the players uh, limited edition moments. I mean, I'd settle for that, but if it's going to be on every single one including like the 40k CCs, that's uh that might kind that might kill the badge a bit and people might not really care about it. But it is appealing looking. So we got that Alright, let's move right along to Playoff Pack Volume 3. Now, this pack comes out today, which is very exciting. Any day you get a new pack that you can open up, it's wonderful. So hopefully all of us out here can secure one of these, because it's not necessarily a 100% guarantee that we're all going to get this pack. There is less of them in Volume 3 than there was for Volume 2 and 1. Okay, volume two, we had a lot of leftovers, volume three, there's going to be less packs than what volume two was, but they did say for volume three that there is a chance that collectors will be able to go back in and buy a second playoff pack if they're still available after Saturday, or was it Sunday, one of the weekend days, you might be able to purchase a second one, but we'll see if there will be any leftover, because I know myself, I'll be going for a second one if I can, even if there isn't that many great moments in Playoff Pack Volume 3. And we're going to talk about that in a second. So I was able to find out the mint count for the new moments being added to uh, the Playoff Pack for Volume 3. Um, So, so far, Volume 1, the limited edition mint count was 12K LE, which which is good. I was really happy about that. And then Playoff Pack Volume 2 brought it to... 11.5 11.5 k limited edition which i wish that it went down to like 10k limited from the 12k limited i feel like going from 12k to 11.5 k uh, that's not much of a difference i was really hoping to jump by uh by more than that and then playoff pack volume three it went the other way again the new mint count is going to be 11.25 k so eleven thousand two hundred fifty k limited edition man I really wanted lower than that and and boy oh boy that number is a fucking eyesore to look at next to the moment so that was a little discouraging not a big fan of the new mint count all right but let's go ahead and take a look at the new moments that are going to be the eleven point two five zero K limited editions okay so here's the list we're going to be getting a Michael bridges that's right All you Suns fans out there, I smashed the name on the first try. I know it was like a celebration in the streets when I called him by the right name, and I didn't call him Miles Bridges or Malik Bridges. It's Mikhail Bridges. I think we got it going forward. All right, so Mr. Bridges will be getting an 11,250 limited edition, along with Jay Crowder, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, Marcus Morris, Demarcus Cousins, all right, and I like that shouts to Boogie for making the list. Uh, and then the last two, we have a uh, Onyeka Okongwu and a Cam Reddish. Now, you guys already know how we like to do it over here at Crypto Ballers. We like to keep it a bug. I like to keep it 100% real. I like to keep it 100% honest with you guys. I give you my personal thoughts and opinions, whether it's positive or negative. I was already bigging up the new multi Q uh, multi-Q system, but these new moments with the new mint count, I am not very excited about these at all. I actually think that they're in all the moments themselves. They're not that great. I think the moment I'd probably want the most from the pack would probably be the Demarcus Cousins three, just because Cousins doesn't have a ton of moments out there. And I've always been a Cousins fan, so it's nice seeing him on this list. But a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these plays, I'm not really excited about. Like if we're talking personal collection wise, I don't really see any of these names being ones that I would I, would, I really want to grab and hold for like the long term. I mean, Michael Bridges, like he's he's a young he's a young good player, so he could turn into something down the line. But we know what Crowder is. We know what Brook Lopez, Bobby Morris, uh, Bobby Morris, <laughs> Bobby Portis, and Marcus Morris, Um Okongwu, I mean, he's a really good young player as well. So maybe that one, Cam Reddish, I guess falls into that category too. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins at this point we know what his career is I don't really think he's going to salvage it I guess I don't see him getting big minutes on another team uh, again unfortunately I could be wrong I hope I'm wrong but a lot of these players they just it just it doesn't have like the spice it doesn't have like the pizzazz like when looking at this list it's just like I don't really care about collecting any of these moments really I don't know if it's just the lack of star power here or if it's just the moments themselves, but there's nothing really too flashy. So again, you our, our thought process might differ. You might be sitting there and you might be fucking totally stoked about getting these 11.250 LE moments. And I, and I hope that that's the case. And more power to you if you're really excited about these. But I know when I, if, I was going to say when I, if I get this pack on Friday, um, I'm going to be looking... For these moments you know just to collect to complete challenges but none of these I'm really going to have any you know connection with where I'd want to add them to my personal collection these moments will have utility right out of the gate though so I'm not saying you know avoid buying the pack entirely I still think that you should but that just I wish that the names were a little more powerful here. But let's take a look at the challenge rewards. So we're going to look at the players that are going to be this go round's challenge rewards, and this is where they usually save the better names for. So here are the challenge rewards we're going to be playing for. We got a Chris Paul, we have a Drew Holiday, a Paul George, and a John Collins. See, now that's a little better, right? Could you imagine getting uh, this Chris Paul challenge reward? where if the Phoenix Suns end up winning the finals, you'll get the Chris Paul with the NBA finals badge. How fucking filthy would that be? And then Drew Holiday, right? If if the Milwaukee Bucks can end up winning the series, a Drew Holiday first year in Milwaukee gets an NBA championship badge with the Bucks. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, Paul George and John Collins, those two gentlemen will not be getting the uh, the NBA finals badge. That's for sure. But still, Paul George went on an absolute fucking killing spree in this playoffs. He played out of his mind. And I, I feel like he, people can't really dump on him anymore for not showing up in the playoffs because he he just had a phenomenal run. So that's awesome for Paul George. And then John Collins, the John, we just had a John Collins challenge expire yesterday. And now we're going to be getting another John Collins. If you're sitting out there and you're like a big John Collins guy, you're probably doing like fucking backflips. You're just adding multiple John Collins challenge rewards. Now I don't think that this one isn't this one doesn't top the fucking murder dunk he had on Embiid, but still, I mean, John Collins, another good young player. He's gonna probably, you know, he might be out of out of Atlanta pretty soon. Maybe he'll go I was gonna say maybe he'll go to a contender, but you can't even really say that anymore, right? Because Atlanta, I mean, they they're a contender now. Now, these four challenge awards, I might be in on all four, actually, because these are four players that I enjoy. Um, I, I kind of have a, a, a feeling that the Suns might end up winning the NBA Finals. I thought that the Bucks would have a really good chance, but Giannis just doesn't seem fully back from the hyperextended knee. Granted, he played better in game two than he did game one, and the tides can totally turn once they play in Milwaukee, right? Because the series isn't over yet. I mean, the Suns did what they were supposed to do. They held down home court, and now the Bucs need to do the same. So I don't think the series is over by any means, but I just feel like there's so much buzz and hype and momentum in the Suns' corner that this Chris Paul, if he gets the NBA Finals badge on top of it, I think that this could be a spectacular moment to hold for the future because you already know Chris Paul was the first ballot Hall of Famer before adding an NBA championship to his resume. So if you could add the NBA Finals badge to the Chris Paul Challenge Award, I think that'd be really awesome. Then, like I said, I'm a Drew Holiday fan. I like Paul George. I like John Collins. So I'm probably going to be in on all four of these challenges, actually, which is kind of scary to say, with how much some of these challenges are going for in the marketplace right now. And that actually is a perfect segue into the next topic I want to talk about, and it's are we feeling playoff challenge fatigued? Okay, I put up a poll on Twitter at Crypto Ballers T S and the majority voted yes. And I believe I might have a reason why we're we're feeling this way. Okay. i I've been feeling playoff challenge fatigued. I feel like this, I mean there's always two going on at the same time. They all get completed about the same amount of times. Damn near they all go for about the same fucking price point at this point. So it feels like we're just kind of doing the same thing over and over. We're just stuck in this cycle, we're just going through the motions. And what I've realized now, you guys know you guys that have been listening to the podcast for a while know that I'm not a big challenge guy. If you're a newer, if you're newer to the podcast or a newer follow uh, follower to the Twitter, you probably think I'm a big challenge guy because I've done so many of these playoff challenge uh, playoff challenges this far, but I'm really not a big challenge guy. But as I fell into the cycle of completing these challenges on the cheap brand and, you know, boosting the collector score and collecting these really awesome players and sh- playing the serial uh, serial lottery game, which I'm a big fan of doing. I, I've realized something and I think we just, I think we're just kind of tired of seeing the same players over and over and over. I mean, I feel like all we've seen is bucks, sons, Hawks, and, uh, clippers, And I think we were missing some of our favorite players at this point, right? I was browsing through my Top Shot collection earlier today, and I had like, and it just made me miss, you know, collecting and finding new Luka Doncic's, Zion's, Lamello's, Tatum's. Like, I I just, I miss all those guys. John Morant, Donovan Mitchell. Like, there's so many good players in the NBA right now, and we're just constantly collecting the same group from four different teams and it just it just gets brutal after a while i mean if top shot would have threw like in between playoff packs if they would have like slid a new hustle and show in there somewhere i think that could have spiced things up a bit and it would have made you know the community a little more refreshed right let's go for some different players so i believe the player pool that we've been dealing with for what feels like the past month I feel like we're kind of sick of seeing the same stuff over and over. So, I do think that that plays a role in the playoff challenge fatigue. Another contributing factor has to be the prices of the challenge awards. And it can be discouraging. And I totally get it. Okay. Just yesterday, we had the John Collins murder dunk. We already talked about this podcast. That moment where he essentially does an MMA bare naked chokehold on Embiid while he has his head up to the rim and he's throwing down a one handed alley oop. That moment is currently selling for $40 on the marketplace, 40 bucks. That's dirt cheap for a moment like that. A challenge reward like that with a mint count like that and drill and challenge expired today as well with the John Collins in that moment drill and probably arguably the best center in the game. His challenge reward is going for $39 in the marketplace. Both are great moments. And they're both great players. I mean, Joel Embiid is on a tier above where John Collins is. Don't get it twisted. And if you don't agree with me there, at me on Twitter, bro. I'm ready to have that conversation if you think John Collins is close to as good as fucking Joel Embiid. But anyway, I digress. What I'm trying to say is that the community is starting to have a movement and decide that it's better to just skip the challenge. And just buy the moment in the marketplace because you can save upwards of like a hundred bucks by doing so and again i totally get it now i can only speak for myself and i really enjoy playing the serial serial lottery and i already told you that following the twitter can boost your chances of getting a good serial number right so go ahead at cryptoballsts go ahead and follow it <laughs> anyway the collector score boost is nice and the challenges are still priced you know reasonably cheap And we know for a fact that we're going to be getting a rare pack very soon, more than likely coming next week. So again, I can only speak for myself. But for me, as it comes to these playoff challenges, I'm only going to be going for the moments that I want to add to my personal collection. All right, now a prime example of this is I'm a big Joel Embiid fan. He just had a challenge expire yesterday where it could have been done for, I believe, like a hundred bucks. It might have been like in the 110 range, but it's Joel Embiid. Like I said, one of the best centers in the game. But the moment itself, I am not the biggest fan of. It was an assist, which I'm really picky about And the play. He was like triple teamed. He kind of threw up like a one handed hook. It looked like, let's be real, look kind of looks like a one handed hook shot over three guys. And Ben Simmons, right place, right time, ended up catching it in the air and dunking it. They call an assist, they call an alley But when I watched the play, I'm like, was that a pass? Or was that like a poor hook shot attempt where Ben Simmons ended up uh, being in the right spot? <laughs> right place, right time. All right, so now that that's an argument that we can have a different day. But what I'm trying to say is that I, I'm not in love with that moment from Embiid. So I decided to pass on the challenge. And looking at the marketplace today, If I really want that moment or if I change my mind on it the fact that I can get it for under 40 bucks and the price is probably only going to come down over the course of the offseason then I'm not mad that I sat that one out so going forward because of my playoff challenge fatigue I'm only going to be completing these challenges Of players that I want to add that specific moment to my personal collection okay so I'm going to be setting out some now with the four challenges that just got announced for volume three of the playoff pack I like all four of those guys so there's a good chance I end up completing all four of those challenges but if I had to rank them in order for me of desire to complete Chris Paul would be number one by a mile, and then Paul George 2, Drew Holiday 3, and John Collins 4. So we'll see what happens when the time comes, but I know damn well that Chris Paul, I want that in my personal collection. And that is going to do it for this episode of Crypto Ballers. I thank you all for coming out and listening to the podcast. I wish you all the best of luck getting and securing your Playoff Pack Volume 3 today. I want to see those spots in line in the Twitter at CryptoBallersTS. Comment it in the thread. I want to see who's close to me, who I recognize. Let's all get in there. Let's all get a good spot in line. And more importantly, let's pull some fantastic serial numbers. This is Money1834 signing off. Have a great weekend and may the marketplace forever be in your favor.